Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. Ditch the clowns on the left and the jokers on the right and join Michael Smirkanish right here in the middle. This is the Smirkanish podcast for independent minds. Every Wednesday in the second hour of the program, we're thrilled to welcome Mark Halpern of Wide World of News fame. And today I'm most eager to share with him yesterday's poll result and see what he thinks. I ask the following. Does the attack on Israel suddenly make Joe Biden's age and experience more an asset than liability in the 2024 election. We had 24,308 votes cast, a high watermark yesterday on that issue, and 74.68% said yes, that there is a political, I mean, it's sad, it comes out of tragedy, but we are in the midst of a presidential election or soon will be in this country. So three quarters say, you know, it causes them to look at Biden in a different light. Mark Halpern, what do you make of that? Well, I, I think that this is a this is an evolving, obviously, and complex situation. And there's no doubt that particularly the speech President Biden gave about Israel struck a real chord with uh, conservatives uh, in this country, including many who aren't normally supportive of him certainly uh, changed perceptions of him in Israel. He's always been a strong supporter of Israel and, and had a, a relationship in the country. But this is, this is, this is of a different order, um, you know, and, and some language might seem hyperbolic to some, but at a time when Israel needed the American president to be there, he was in a way with that speech that really galvanized feelings about him. So there's certainly, if you, if you take a snapshot of right now, You'd say um, support from places uh, you know that would be helpful politically um, is in Israel and on the right and in the center. Uh, some dis- disquiet on the left, but but th- that that right now is not as significant. However, all that can change, and 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 certainly, and as you suggested, we're talking about politics because that's inevitable and in where we are in the calendar. But I just want to take the opportunity again to talk about. And, and 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 express my incredible sadness over the, these events and and the the struggle that so many in Israel are dealing with regarding um, the loss of life and 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 threat to their social fabric as well as of course loss of life across the region. This is a horrible time for the world and potentially dangerous. Back to the politics. It's it's also possible in so many ways, and I hear this from people, including supporters of the president that regardless of his age uh, and those issues, simply the unpredictability of these events leaves him politically vulnerable to domestic discontent and, and to world events that, that could swamp his presidency. So there's, there's, a, there's certainly, a, if, this, if the election were today, I think this would be helpful to him, but long, long time between now and the election, and, and this is a very combustible situation. Because of the strike on the hospital in Gaza, 
the trip is is not going to uh, it's not going to include all the meetings that had been planned before that event had occurred. What caused me to put down the poll question yesterday was the thought that he was going to sit down with Prime Minister Netanyahu and then also leaders from the Arab world. And what I was really thinking is that Joe Biden doesn't need the briefing as to who they are and what's the lay of the land. Frankly, the way that I believe even Donald Trump, having served as a commander in chief, would have necessitated. And and so that's where I was headed with, hey, is there some yeah. political advantage for Biden in all of this? Yeah. Well, certainly uh, he's he's got a great a great experience uh, with these individuals. And and even, as you said, Donald Trump, four years of president doesn't match Biden's long record at the same time. The, 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 these uh, relationships don't necessarily yield um, the results for the region and America that, that everyone would want every time. And Joe Biden's known Bibi Netanyahu forever, but their relationship's no good. Um, they're, they're getting along now out of necessity, but it's a lot of tension between the two of them all, all has been for decades. Uh, and, and again, just in the, in the sort of baldest political terms, Donald Trump's brand, to the extent he's been successful as a candidate, uh, uh, suggesting that he would be better at foreign policy than first Hillary Clinton and, and now Joe Biden, is based on this projection of strength, of you know iconoclastic leadership that doesn't uh, adhere to the traditional standards of diplomacy. Uh, say I'm not here peddling that as as truth. I'm just saying that's been the brand that succeeded for him. And so um, I think I, I, I talked to many people yesterday when, uh, after the trip was announced who, who felt that this trip was unnecessary and risky, and that those relationships may not bear fruit. And of course, now that the the second leg of the trip has been canceled, it's a long way to go um, to to show that support. And and again for many the right thing to do and and again maybe politically successful but but i don't know that if you're again if you're talking about november of next year over a year away is is the events of this trip in some linear way going to affect the outcome i doubt it compared to everything that's going to come between now yeah, who and knows that. what's who knows what's to unfold this is the smirconish podcast from sirius xm Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. 
Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. The Michael Smirconish Program. Listen weekdays at 9 a.m. East on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and anytime on the Sirius XM app. This tragic event of 10-7 is exactly the sort of thing you and I are referring to when we say we have no idea what the future holds as it relates to the campaign. Yeah, look, this, this election will almost certainly be close regardless of who the nominees of the major parties are. Um, one of the great life lessons I learned playing high school basketball from my coach is a mistake or a success in the first quarter is not the same as a success or a failure in the fourth quarter. And, and we're, we're in the first quarter here. So whatever political benefits or, 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 um, or problems that might arise now are not going to be as significant in terms of impacting the outcome as things are going to happen next year, even if the events themselves are, 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 you know, regardless of the, proportion of the event in the abstract. So I, I, there's there's no doubt, just because the nature of the two candidates, the two frontrunners, the two almost certain nominees, Joe Biden's age, the, the uh, uncertainty of events at home and abroad, and then, of course, Donald Trump, you know, the legal peril and just the nature of Donald Trump as an unpredictable force. I don't think there's any doubt that we're all facing uh, the prospect of Lots and lots of cataclysmic events that that are perceived to have a, an impact on the election. This is one now, and this storyline may continue through the election, or it may be over in a month in terms of its its, its sort of daily drumbeat impact on the presidential race. We just let me, don't know. Let me ask one more about the the politics of President Biden, and then I I do want to drill down a few more. Uh, questions about Trump. You quote Mm -hmm. Holman Jenkins today, writing, the age problem and Hunter Biden aren't going away, not entirely fortuitous, maybe the fact that a full month will elapse between next year's GOP convention in July and the Democratic convention in August. If you think some Democrats aren't already noodling on how they might jettison Mr. Biden after Republicans have stuck themselves with Trump, you underestimate Democrats. Thoughts? I just can't tell you how many smart elite Republicans I talk to and, and then more grassroots Republicans every day who just basically take it as a foregone conclusion that Joe Biden won't be the nominee. As you and I have discussed many times, my gut remains that Joe Biden won't be the nominee. That's my gut. But in my head and based on my reporting and my understanding of his intentions, he will be the nominee. And, and the greatest flaw in the Holman Jenkins point of view, which again is, is I, I quoted him today in part because I hear it all the time from Republican senators and House members and strategists, is, is if Joe Biden is not the nominee, it's going to be very, very difficult for the party, as, and every day that goes by makes it more difficult, to not have Kamala Harris be the nominee. And for many Democrats, that would be a far riskier proposition than Joe Biden being the nominee. So the notion that the Democrats have a secret plan to 
wait for Trump to be nominated and then having locked that in, switch to Kamala Harris or try to switch to someone else and bypass Kamala Harris. I just don't think that that reflects the reality of where Joe Biden's head is at and his ambitions and where Kamala Harris's head is at and her ambitions. So I'm I'm, I'm just I'm amused and confused uh, at the at the just the consistency with which Republicans say there's some sort of secret plan to keep Joe Biden from being the nominee, either either at that late moment or at some point in the next few months or even days. It's just not where his head is at currently. Weeks ago, you thought there was a possibility that Trump would show up for the third debate. Now we know the date and the location. It's November 8. It's Miami. Do you think he shows up at that debate? Um, well, I, I, you know, I always hate to disagree with you. I, and, may, and maybe I said something that led you to believe that. I, I haven't thought for, for months that he would go to any of these debates. I thought the third one was possible in the sense that he hadn't ruled it out as definitively as the other two. But I think, as I said to you, and, and maybe, maybe I didn't emphasize it enough, every time I've ever said Trump might go to a debate eventually, his aides contact me and say, you're going to look like an idiot. He's not going to any of the debates. I, I, I never thought the third debate was, was much more likely. The debates that I thought he might go to were ones held in Iowa and New Hampshire for the worry that, that the voters of those states might take offense that he would skip their debates because they're more proprietary about the whole process when it involves them. But even those, I don't believe he'll attend. And I think there's some question about what's going to happen after the third debate. Um, we may see candidates start to drop out, which, which in some ways would make the debates more interesting to some viewers. But we also may see the RNC uh, face pressure to start canceling them or scaling them back because for some RNC members, for some you know stakeholders in the Republican Party, they're finding it embarrassing that these debates have not been particularly illuminating and, and they lack the front runner in a way that, that diminishes them. So I'm, I'm sorry if I gave the impression I thought he was going to go to the third debate. I didn't think it was impossible, but I never thought it was likely based on his aides consistently saying, telling me and, and saying publicly often. He's not going to any of these debates. He just doesn't see the, the need to. Do the events in Israel strengthen the hand of Nikki Haley, given that she has foreign policy chops that the others who are on those first two debate stages lack? For newspaper columnists, uh, radio hosts, and and some donors, absolutely. For for voters, no. You know, there's just well, there's just no indication that she's catching on in a meaningful way. And and I look today, and this is different than when you and I last talked. I get asked all the time about you know where's what are the Trump stop Trump scenarios. I really believe at this point the only stop Trump scenario that today could change is an absolute um, uh, consensus uh, consolidation around Nikki Haley by governor of New Hampshire, governor of Iowa, governor of Georgia, um, uh, members of Congress, the donor community, and they have to get they have to get everybody else out of the race before Iowa. And it's not. It's not get it down to three or four, as some people keep saying to me. It makes me laugh. I talked to one of the smartest Republicans I know the other day. He said, well, as long as we can get down to three or four before Iowa. I said, do the math for me. Say there's three races, three or four other candidates in the race by Iowa. Tell me what percentage Trump would get then and how that's going to stop him. So I think if she can get him one-on-one, it's possible. But even then, I, I don't think there's much of an indication that she would beat Trump one-on-one. The, and the, to go back to the question you asked, on paper, um, uh, yes, her credentials on foreign policy should help her. But 
this is a question I ask. What's Nikki Haley's distinctive position on foreign policy that voters who pay casual attention would, would catch on to? She's basically got kind of like a modified version of the Bush-Romney foreign policy view of, of America's role in the world, which, you know, for some Republicans might be more appealing than Donald Trump's more America first isolationist point of view. But she's not a, not a particularly original thinker on these issues. She doesn't have a plan that stands out, I think, in a no, way that I, would really I didn't mean, allow her to get advantage. And I, I didn't mean to suggest that she did. I guess the answer I would give to that question is perhaps that there's a recognition that a steady hand is needed. Almost in the, well, there, the, in the same well, way that there, I said that maybe Biden gets sure, some advantage suddenly sure, that he didn't have before. Sure. And what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, in, within the context of the Republican Party right now, they don't want a steady right. hand any more than they want right. in 2016. Right. They want they want, Jordan. they want the madman. Right. They want. They want. I mean, they want Trump. Right. You know, Trump on domestic policy and Trump on foreign policy in 16. And now the appeal is, we don't like the status quo. We'll take a little risk. We'll take a madman, a mad person to come in and shake things up. We don't we don't want NATO. We don't want endless wars. So Nikki Haley represents the wing of the party that 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 wants a steady hand. What I'm the reason I, I answered the way I did is I think I think in order to have the steady hand be politically valuable is if you say, well, I'm a steady hand and here's why your life will be better with a steady hand, because right now the preponderance of the party thinks they'd be better off with an unsteady hand. And 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 I think the only way to trump that is to not just say, well, I'm a steady hand. But again, here's why a steady hand will make your family's life better. And she's not I don't just think I think that takes original ideas. And I just don't think she has particularly original ideas on any of these issues. Mark, one more, if I may. RFK Jr. You know, Biden wanted no part of him in a debate scenario when he was running as a Democrat. Now he's running as an independent. Brand new NPR Mm -hmm. PBS Marist survey comes out yesterday that shows that when you put RFK in the mix with Trump and Biden, all of a sudden Biden opens up a seven-point lead over Trump that he otherwise would not have had. How do you see mm-hmm. the RFK influence on a general? Non-existent, because really? neither RFK, well, I'll tell you why, because neither RFK nor Cornell West is going to, I, I think there's any reason to think they're going to get on any ballots. When they were trying to run, uh, you know, potentially running on the Green Party line, they have ballot access. Getting ballot access costs millions of dollars, requires professional signature gatherers, lawyers, and and a, and, and a monumental effort. And I know this because of the, the the experience of no labels, which is which is started months and months ago. And, and they have and, tens of and, millions of dollars, and tens of millions of dollars, and and the and the best signature gathering firms, of which there are not very many in America. And if RFK Jr. or Cornell West think they're going to get on the ballot with volunteers. Starting in October, I just I know enough. I don't know everything, but I know enough about how hard that is and about how the laws work. I just think these these people polling this are wasting their time because I don't have any reason to think these guys are going to get on any ballots. Now, if they say, you know what, just because I want to mess with the election, I'm just going to spend all my money getting on the Wisconsin, Georgia, and Arizona ballots. Sure, that's more possible. But if they if they spread their resources to gain ballot access to try to be on the ballots in Alabama and Vermont as well as the battleground states, I just don't think they're going to get on any ballots. So once they start getting on any ballots, uh, at least a few, then I'm willing to talk about the polling and how they might impact the general election. But I just think it's a, I think it I think it's as 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 meaningful as talking about whether Glenn Youngkin's going to win the Iowa caucuses. By the way, is, is Glenn it's a, it's is Glenn Youngkin is Glenn Youngkin going to win the Iowa? <laughs> 
caucuses? No, no, no. And 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 Bobby Kennedy you know, is not going to be on the Georgia what, ballot. One last one last thought uh, yeah. in terms yeah. of these momentous events playing themselves out as you and I are are speaking in Israel. Yes, one thing I yes. I know for sure is I don't know how long it goes on. Um, I'm really worried about it. I'm, I'm worried independent of the politics. I'm just very concerned yeah, about the volatility. It's but it's, it's going to dominate the cycle for the foreseeable future. And all of that time that is about to be taken off the clock is time that Trump's would-be Republican opponents yeah. desperately need. So I feel yeah. like whenever yeah. the dust settles, we're going to be back to exactly where we were before it began, politically speaking. Yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, it's been it's been the case for months because of Trump's legal troubles that these candidates could could, you know, go to Trump Tower and light themselves on fire and try to get up the elevator. Right. And they wouldn't get any cover. And right. they wouldn't get any coverage. And now, look, this is remarkable. I, I don't remember a time in my career when we've seen two events in relatively short order that could literally lead to World War Three, the war in Ukraine. And now this these things could lead to World War Three. Not in some sort of, you know, Jeff Greenfield novelistic fantasy, but there's there's 20 scenarios of perfectly realistic scenarios. And so even even short of that, your, your point is absolutely correct. And I didn't mean to say I hope I didn't sound disrespectful on the Bobby Kennedy thing. I was just. No, no. I, I'm the, look, I'm the guy who via Twitter and on my own airways said before his announcement I, maybe he's going to go as a Green Party candidate. It makes sense. He's an environmental lawyer, yeah. and then he and then he gets yeah. the Jill Stein position in fifty states. I I don't understand yeah, why he didn't. Yeah, but yeah, but, gotta, but anyway, I so I didn't mean to be disrespectful to that, but I, I totally agree about your point about the candidates. I mean, the thought that they're going to somehow have the the attention to break through and and cut into Trump's lead in a meaningful way in the midst of what's going on. It's just it's just very very challenging, and it was before, and now it's even more so. And 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 you know at least. I would say at least a third of the days between now and Iowa will be eaten up by this story. Mark, I'm looking forward to next Wednesday's conversation. Thanking you as always. Thank you, Michael. Good to talk to you. Mark Halpern's my guest. Wednesday's in the second hour every week in the program. Let's pick up on that theme. I mean, they're very real. He says non-Jeff Greenfield because Jeff Greenfield likes to write novels about alternative realities. Uh, Prospect of World War III. Will that make at some point? Republicans clamor for a steadier hand. That's why I said I wonder if there's opportunity now for Nikki Haley that didn't exist before. And Mark's response was no. They're 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 clamoring for the madman. Is that ever going to change or is this the way that it is? And you heard my last observation that this situation is is serious, troublesome and not going to go away in a hurry. This time is all time needed by the other Trump opponents on that stage. So you know, the, the the Chris Christie's and the Ron DeSantis's and the Vivek Ramaswamy's and the Nikki Haley's, they're just not going to get the attention, which is all to Trump's benefit. Whenever it is we wake up from this, probably just in time for New Hampshire and the Iowa caucus. This is the Smirconish podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4 
Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. The Michael Smirconish Program. Listen weekdays at 9 a.m. East on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and anytime on the Sirius XM app. Mark Halpern just had a lot of interesting things to say about the domestic political implications of what's playing itself out, not the least of which was that, uh, you know, I said to him, is there an opportunity here for Nikki Haley? Because maybe Republicans will want a steady hand. These are, you know, serious events. Uh, truly a potential for for global conflict, whether it's Ukraine and Russia, whether it's now Israel and Hamas. Um, Mark said, no, they, they, they you know, they, they want the madman. And he was you know taking a few liberties with that. But you got where he was coming from. Kevin, greetings in Frisco. What did you most want to say? I was talking to a buddy uh, yesterday and he's a Trump supporter. I said, man, you're going to support Trump after all his people that work for him uh uh, Kelly, uh, Millie, all these people that say Bill Barr, that Trump is unfit. You, Well, he gave us lower taxes. I said, what about character? I said, would you bring your kids to a Trump rally if you got young kids? Would you bring your kids there? What about the profanity he uses at the rally? And you say you are a Christian moral person. What will make you vote for a person like that? Do you? Does character matter? Does character matter? Well, look, he gave us lower taxes in the and uh, bruh. What about character? So that's what I want you to ask a poll question. Okay. What about uh, the character? Okay, Kevin. Okay. Thank, thank, thank you for that. Look, these are complicated events. These are complicated events. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, we don't have ratings here at SiriusXM, which is nice because then we're we're not we're not sort of allegedly a slave to the ratings of. There's some hidden high castle somewhere. But and I can't tell. We're very we're very fortunate with our call volume on this program. Thank you for that. Thank you to those because I know that most of you never call. 
But thank you to those who do call. I really appreciate it. It's talk radio, and I don't want to do all the talking. Uh, what was my point? My, my point was, so I, I don't know. I see the television ratings. I saw the television ratings for my own program and other CNN programs on Saturday. Everything was up. I've shared with you that Fox News has gotten a big bump. CNN has gotten a bump, not as large as I would have anticipated. And MSNBC, in the initial days of this, they were down. I don't know how long that's sustained. I guess it's dependent upon the events. And I don't know what it translates into, into radio. I, my hunch is that if people are tuning in for this on cable, they're tuning into this on, on radio as well. I think that people want to know what's going on, but it's complicated subject matter. And to Kevin's point from Frisco, so what, what does it mean for Trump? You know, Trump has a, a, a pretty simplistic solution, which is Trump, that that Russia would not have invaded Ukraine if he were president because they would have been fearful or maybe he would say respectful and that Hamas would never have done to Israel what they did on 10-7. And, you know, it'd be nice if it were so simple because then I wouldn't have to do so much reading and you could just rely on that. I, I get the I get the attractiveness of just wanting to believe that. And then go back to, you know, the rest of your life, the rest of your world and and wonder if, uh, you know, Taylor's going to come to the Eagles game when they host the Chiefs Um, or, you know, did Brittany really have uh, Justin Timberlake's uh, baby or did they have an abortion or what's the other big one of the day? Is there anything else or is that? Yes, that's that's the biggie. That's a lot. That's the biggie. It's, It's a lot. This is stressful. I mean, this is not fun. You're tuned in here because you're genuinely concerned, like me, and you're probably worried, like me. So there's appeal in the very simplistic explanation of it, to not have to be able to distinguish the IDF from Hamas, from Islamic Jihad, from Hezbollah, Iran, Egypt, Lebanon. Oh, my God. You know, it requires investment. Much easier to simply say, well, if my guy were president, none of this would have happened. John, Albany, New York, what did you most want to say? Yeah, hi, Michael. Uh, I'm not so sure that the situation with Israel and, and Gaza is going to help Trump, as you and uh, Mark Halpin kind of indicated. Uh, you know, depending on the, the stupid things that Trump might say uh, as the situation unfolds and the seriousness of this situation, I could see where independent voters are going to say, there's no way that I want this guy in charge when uh, when the gravity of this situation becomes apparent to them. Okay, I agree with what you just said. I was speaking in not a general election uh, context, but in the the primary battle. Do you th- do you think the events taking place in Israel today help or harm Trump in his quest for the nomination? What's your answer to that? Unfortunately, probably not. Uh, but I think it, it certainly could in a general election. I, I, I agree with you. I agree with the way that you characterized it. I'm, I'm saying that those other candidates need attention. And now with all of this, appropriately so, press coverage being afforded to 
these global events, that's just it's just less airtime for any of them to to break through. Hear more of Michael Smirconish on Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124. Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Michael Smirconish for Independent Minds. Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars Rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. Jake from State Farm here, hanging out with Mel's Mow and Grow. Mel chose State Farm for small business insurance because his local agent is a small business owner, too. So she knew how to help him personalize his policies. And now he's rolling in the green. Like a, like a good neighbor? Guys, I'm trying to do the line. Oh, sorry, Jake. It's all good. Like a good neighbor? State Farm is there. Talk to an agent today.